0: Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Hey kids. Hey
1: dad. War crimes will be prosecuted.
2: Does the word mean anything you? Yeah,
3: I, cho- I chose this profession, so therefore I, I earned beer. You want to go to the mat
0: No. The feeling is definitely there. You! It's a new morning in America. This is the old dude, Howard J. Reynolds. Step into my office. You're not going to be too many punks. Don't you stop worrying about the punks? Ah, fuck you! That's my name! Yeah, let the punk rock show!
2: Introducing, for your listening pleasure...
1: Here we go! High fives podcast episode thirty. Thirty is a big one. Hey, I turned thirty today.
3: Awesome! Yeah, happy birthday, Mike. Happy birthday, Nate.
1: Thirty. Wow. Did you did you have any anxiety about turning thirty? Like, did I? When that came. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't mean the podcast. I mean like when you yourself, the individual, Michael James Condit, <laughs> turned thirty. <laughs>
3: did you have anxiety around it? Really? I definitely, I definitely did.
1: Like, in what way? Like, you thought, oh, now I'm
3: old. I just think 30 felt old. Really? Yeah. It's not, in, I mean, really, in the scheme of things. But I think as I can remember my parents turning 30. Oh, yeah. Because my parents are younger. I don't know if yours were.
1: No, I don't remember them
3: turning Like, I rem- I, I remember my mom turning 30.
1: Like, I remember and... the show 30-something and feeling like they were really old. <laughs> but I'm like, ah, it's a TV show. That's not real life. <laughs> Like it wasn't a reality show, it was, you know, it was yeah, a TV show, it was, show. Pre, it was pre, casted.
3: Pre-reality show?
1: Yeah. I I only, like I never watched the show because I was five, um, <laughs> and 30-something didn't really interest me all that much. I just remember the guy with the beard.
3: I never, I, I just know 30-something in my head vaguely because again, I was probably too young. They seemed
1: like they were like in their 50s.
3: Yeah, but I, well, I was going to bring this up later on in the show, but I've watching a lot of Family Ties. <laughs> And the dad on family ties. Dude, the dad on family ties was in his fifties. There's no, there was no he way was that not. guy was in his thirties. He was only 10 years older than Michael J. Fox. Come on. And the mom and
1: him were the same age. Who knew they had such makeup effects in that time? He was There's just old. no way no, the he mom was just fucking
3: yeah, the no. mom and him are actually born on the same day. No way. Yeah. We're gonna have to bing this later. Yeah, we'll bing this all. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways,
1: episode thirty. Top five songs about another band. Oh, yeah. That's the uh, topic we chose. I think it's a good topic for a 30th birthday.
3: Yeah, it was a tough one. Did you think? Well, okay, here. I Like, I hated you when we picked this. <laughs> I was like... Just then? It hasn't been an ongoing thing? No, no, no. Oh, well, like, that's good. Like, I was, I started sitting there, and I'm like, oh, I can't think of anything. And, then I, like, there's the obvious ones. There's, like, the brand new Taking Back Sunday beef thing.
1: Well, see, let's talk about that a little bit. Cause okay. I, I did think about the diss songs and there are like I would say a handful that I know of like in the punk rock world. I mean when I say diss songs, this isn't like Biggie and Tupac going at it. Like <laughs> yes. this this isn't talking you mean about Chris Han- having, Hannah's not going to shoot down Fat Mike <laughs> having intercourse with his wife or anything like <laughs> that. There's nothing like that in any of these songs. But like I mean the um th- there's like a handful of diss songs and the more I thought about the diss song, the more I was like, well, I mean, it's not really about another band. It's kind of about just a band member, right? I mean, I, I had no idea about the brand new one until I went and saw brand new, and somebody brought it up, and I was like, "Oh, this is that. Th- this is a song about the guy from Taking Back Sunday." Yeah, and which then, I mean, I, I feel like there's nothing worse than having like a hate song written about
3: you. So, like the amount of time I read an interview emotion, with the guy, I read an interview with the guy from Taking Back Sunday like maybe six months ago. And J- he's still John Nolan. I don't know which one which guy it was, but he's like, yeah, I still fucking hate Jesse. That's crazy. I have no problems with that song, and I was like, okay, you were like twenty when you wrote that. I'm sorry, he stole your girlfriend or whatever the fuck went on between you two. Yeah, but that's hilarious that you could. I guess it is Biggie and Tupac of punk rock.
1: Well, and then it <laughs> happened too, like uh, you know that song the KKK took my baby away uh, the, by the, by the Ramones. Yeah. yeah, so Joey wrote that about Johnny. Really? I never knew that. Yeah. Cause Linda was Joey's girlfriend and Johnny came and swooped her away, which I mean, you know, I'm Joey was not an attractive man. <laughs> <laughs> Did he have that old, <laughs> old guy thing going- <laughs> Well, Joey, just kind of had a strange look about him, let's say, but yeah, so that happened. They, I mean, they always kind of hated each other, right? This kind of sent it over the top and Johnny knew that that song was about him. Isn't that crazy? What's the KKK reference? I think it's just like, is there a worse person in the world than the KKK?
2: (laughs) Wow.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I guess, uh, fuck, if you really want to give it to somebody. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: But I mean, could you imagine like standing next to somebody and they're singing a diss song about you like on yeah. stage to thousands of people?
3: I think I remember seeing something once about the police that like Stuart Copeland had like fuck you sting or something on his yeah. cymbals, right?
1: On his snare drum, I think.
3: Oh. I thought it was a cymbal. Oh, so like when been. he hit his cymbal. Sting could see it. Sting could see yeah. it.
1: Yeah. It's crazy.
3: Huh? The band is Well, you don't have to like everyone you work with. Anyways, I mean, so- <laughs> I do this podcast with this guy. <laughs> Fucking hate him. I didn't know you had another podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different one. do Oh, about Okay. It. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyways that's that's kind of how God's i feel about dick. the diss song because <laughs> there are a few right like i mean there's taking back sunday the uh with uh brand new there's the the propaganda you no know, effects but i mean that's the other thing too is other than the brand new song i mean for most of it it's it's like a line you know it's yeah. it's it's not like necessarily the whole song i think baby fat was kind of like a poke to fat Mike oh, I forgot from ben about Weasel that one. as well. Right. But I mean, the whole album is not about fat Mike.
3: Not that we know anyway. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I think there's too much to read into like within lyrics. I mean, there's a lot of famous ones and like I was, would find all kinds of Reddit, um, files to, you know, go through, um, about famous kind of diss songs, but, uh, uh, in the punk rock
3: realm, there there was like very few to. Well, I don't think punk rock from. really like would embrace no that like kind of thing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what very have you been good. listening to? <laughs> uh, well, I'm gonna move through this real quick. Um, How quick?
1: Uh, real quick. I've been listening to uh, the new Young Rochelle's the self titled record. Oh, uh, it's very good. I really like it. Yes, it's I think very it's the good. Best thing they put out so far. Oh, uh, for sure. It's
3: definitely the most polished like but i feel like the even the,
1: the writing's a lot better
3: yeah that's what i mean like sorry not recording i mean the recording recording is upped a little bit but the, it's more like the writing and all that kind of stuff is just is a little bit more crisp
1: yeah yeah i'd say so and uh i kind of got turned on to this band that uh called the riptides uh yeah. they put on a new record called uh canadian graffiti great album name by the way i couldn't believe that hasn't been taken like by <laughs> brian adams in 1982 <laughs> Um, I like it, you know, for anybody who's a fan of, um, you know, the Riverdales or teenage bottle rocket, that kind of surfy, you know, pop punk. Uh, it's good. Uh, I got the new hot water music, uh, light it up. What and, are you thinking? You know, it's, it's okay. I, I think hot water fans will like it. Um, for the most part, cause it's hot water. Um, it's okay. Like the, it, uh, it, it's got some good tracks on it, but as a whole, yeah, it just didn't grab me it at all. It didn't
3: grab me like Exister grabbed me. Yeah, Exister, see, I could see the progression and I can see how Exister and this album progressed to each other. Yeah. But I just feel like uh maybe Chuck's doing too much now and maybe Chris with his other band and stuff. Like maybe they've got too much going on. It felt like it was like just put together.
1: It uh it felt like there was a lot of uh Chuck Reagan folk-inspired songs on there. Like almost like it was punk covers of some of his kind of acoustic folk stuff.
2: Yeah, I didn't
3: even get that. I just felt like it just felt like maybe they weren't even writing together. Like one guy would right. just be like, hey. It was uh, just too
1: disconnected.
3: Yeah, it, it just doesn't feel like an album. And maybe down the road it might or something. I don't know, I just it didn't grab me. I've tried to listen to it maybe three or four times now. Yes. And none of, none of the times I'm just like, oh. That opening uh,
1: track, I think, is really good. Yeah, and it grabs me in, but then it's I I can be quickly lost, kind of on it. Yeah. Um, same release date was that Prawn record. Um, I'm, I, not,
3: I'm not a Prawn fan. Yeah, and I
1: like it. It's uh, I think if you like American football, uh, you dig this band. But see, uh, they, I do. They they they've, they fit in there for me, or like modern baseball, like yeah. kind of of that
3: vein. Modern baseball, I'll see more. To it. Uh, yeah. But I'm not a huge modern baseball fan. Like I know you like them a lot. And, um, yeah, I do. Yeah.
1: I, I don't know. I like it. I, I feel like it's uh, uh I think this is probably their best their best effort so far. And uh I mean there's there's no songs on it that I'm like replaying or going to. Um I like it as an album. Yeah, that's a good thing though. And lastly, I said I was gonna do this quick and it hasn't been that quick. But lastly, uh this is of the non-punk rock variety. Um and I've never really gotten into this band. Um, but I really dig the new national record, uh, which is called, uh, sleep well beast. And, uh, yeah, I just, I think it's a, like musically and sonically, I think it's a really cool sounding record. And one of those records that, you know, you can kind of bleed into the background, but it's still of interest.
3: I still haven't listened to it just cause I don't really like the national. Yeah, so fair I just, enough. just haven't, I know you keep, you've mentioned a couple of times, I just can't bring myself to listen to it. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. You're you're hardcore. I'm not even going to lie and pretend that I was like, yeah, I just didn't like it. (laughs) I didn't listen
1: to it. That's fair. That's fair. So
3: So that's uh, it. I got a couple, I guess, or a few. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, Well, as of the other day, I've been listening to a lot of Charles Bradley just because, you know, he passed away. R.I.P. And I'm a big fan. R.I.P. I I felt like I should do some listening. Uh, And I'm not really one that gets nostalgic about artists dying because I don't feel connected like I... Knew them or something, so right. But I really like Charles Bradley, and so I just listened to him for a little bit. Uh, he's got one. a pretty rad story, right? Like, I oh mean, yeah, it's story. <laughs> you know, what like I mean. who gets into music? Who gets signed <laughs> in your sixties? <'60s? laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> breaking all kinds of molds. Yeah, yeah.
3: So he, yeah, it's a shame he's gone. Uh, an older one uh by the band Children. it's okay. the, the only album they put out, and it's uh just a side project of the guys from Streets. Okay. So it's more of the same sort of thrashy metal stuff. Yeah. Uh, a band called Slutface. Face. Uh,
1: Jeez.
3: <laughs> grow up. Yeah.
1: Just grow up. How do you grow up? Grow up, Nate. <laughs> There's nothing like, it's not like you're saying penis head and I'm laughing at the fact that you said penis. <laughs> I did. Slut Face <laughs> is pretty offensive.
3: They're a, they're a, I bet they don't sell a lot of t-shirts. So they changed their n- the way it's spelt, but they still call themselves Slutface. Of course, because they're they were having problems in America when they're from Norway. Okay. Um Maybe slut means something different in Norway. No, I just think Europeans are a little bit more forward with their things, right? <laughs> forward. They don't care about things like the word slut. I anyway, they they're, they're really good uh f- uh female-fronted punk band and uh they're pretty political and stuff too so i think that's why the name is right and they're not trying to be uh i don't know the hex dolls out about it or something like right that. <laughs> right so but that could be the inference made yes until you listen to the
1: band yes for yeah. sure
3: uh anyway they're really good um i've been waiting for this full length to come for a while they had put out a couple eps and like singles over the last couple of years so it finally came out it's really good it's a little polished but i, I still like it uh, and last one's another old one by uh, Yesterday's Ring, and I don't know if you've ever listened to them. It's a project from the guy from uh, Saint Catharines. Oh, okay. And I believe his wife or or something. I don't. I could not really understand. It. it was all in French, so I couldn't. The <laughs> Wikipedia thing was all in French about it, so I just pieced it together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with, with, I know with, that one with Bing Translate. Le, uh-huh. <laughs> no, I used Bing Translate. Oh, perfect. <laughs>
1: Nice little sponsor throw in there too, <laughs> uh,
3: but it's a it's like a folky project thing. It's pretty good. Cool. Uh, that's it. There's a lot of things coming out. Yeah, that's like a lot to look forward to in the next couple of weeks. Well, I mean, it's, the fact that I think we
1: had what have you been listening to in the last four weeks? And it was I don't know, a good six minutes of this will
3: be quick. Yeah, um, yeah. That would that would
1: suggest there's a lot out right now.
3: Yeah, but there seems like like Iron Sheik's coming out. Quiet Slang. Propagandy. Propaganda. Propaganda. Yeah. Uh, the world is a beautiful place.
1: I'm kind of stoked for that. Ezra, I can't remember his last name, formerly of Leftover Crack, I think. Or oh, was he, he of.
3: Yeah, he's in Leftover Crack. Ezra. Co- no, uh, I, don't, no, no, I don't know. I
1: don't know what it is either, but he's got a record that just came out or is just coming yeah, out. Yeah,
3: Anxious and Angry is putting it out, I think.
2: Yeah. 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 I'm kind of stoked to hear what that,
1: what that would that, sound like?
3: It, like. it seemed like this year, kind of like faded in mm-hmm. and now it's coming in strong like Yeah, every, like it's gonna end with like a lot of bands yeah so. yeah I'm stoked anyway let's get to your first song Nate since we've babbled on for hours alright let's get to my first song let's
1: do it let's do this thing uh, my first song uh, this is a fun one Mike
3: is it by a band <laughs> um, it's my line I said i just just, just helping you out <sighs> Let's just get let's get through this, Nate. You can do it. So uh,
1: this is a band. Um, this is a real fun song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a funny song, um, and it's about that was a the, couple episodes uh, ago. It's about the eternal battle of metal versus punk, oh. and a lot of the lyrics kind of bring me back to reminiscing about people that were of that vein kind of when we were much younger you know because when you're younger the the uniforms that subscribe to music are much more pronounced than they are as you get older this is about my aussie sticker on my car Well, you know what's funny is like i i mean i know you you loved metal and you came from that world but like I would have never pegged you as, like, a metalhead. Like, you never really fit in. You, I just didn't fit in anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you were a nomad. <laughs> I was just a nerd. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Right? Yes, like I know. Like, the stereotype yeah, metal guys, yeah, right? And this song touches on a lot of those really beautiful little nuances. Um, so, anyways, the song is called uh, Pantera Fans in Love, and it's by Nerf Herder, and
3: it's on their record, How to Meet Girls. Ah, I like Nerf Herder. Yeah, me They're too. one of those bands I'm like... I feel like I shouldn't like them because I feel like they're, go- they're so goofy. pretty bubblegum too. And they write like a lot of sitcom things. Yeah. And like... Um... There's a lot of pop culture uh, pop culture references. Yeah, but they, I mean, sorry, of, they actually write a lot of like theme songs for TV shows and stuff. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, that
1: makes sense.
3: Like it's pretty, it's pretty sweet. I almost picked their Van Halen song for this topic. Oh. It's like...
1: <laughs> they have a lot of band reference songs. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. I don't uh, think I've ever heard this song though.
1: There, I think they had another one about Rush, huh. and they had another one about Weezer. Oh, well. they do on
3: the new one. They have one about Weezer for sure. One about
1: Hole, and <laughs> Courtney think... Love specifically. <laughs> so there's there was a lot to choose from. Yeah, but uh, this was my favorite. Nice. Yeah.
3: Um, my first pick is um, "Hold Steady." Ah, uh, yes. And "Constructive Summer." Okay. And uh, like, I just I think Craig Finn's one of those guys who writes lyrics. Uh, That are special. Like they kind of. They're stories. Yeah. Like his lyrics are almost better than the music and the band altogether. And that's what makes them a good band. Like I don't know if like the music is like amazing by the whole study, but I like the whole study. And I think a lot of it has to do with the lyrics. And the one he in this song is like one of my favorite ones. It's like I raise a toast to St. Joe Strummer. I think he might have been our only decent teacher.
2: Cool. That's the line.
3: It is. And I like Joe Strummer. Yeah, I do know that about you. So, uh, there's a
1: lot of songs written about the Clash and the Ramones. I was, uh, and...
3: I was, at one point, I was going to make them all songs about Joe Strummer.
2: <laughs> you could have done a, it. There's a lot of them.
3: Yeah. And then I was going to finish it off with the Clash song, but then I, I decided I didn't want to use the Clash song and I gave up on this whole Joe Strummer thing. <laughs> so, you know,
1: it's a little inside track also, into the
3: mind of Mike and then James <laughs> <laughs> Kondick. There's also a reference to, uh, a Dillinger Four song in this song as well. Oh, really? It's like I well, I'm pretty sure it is. It's, they say double whiskey, no coke. Double yeah, double whiskey, coke, no ice, which is a do- Dillinger Four song. Oh, or they just like drink double whiskey, <laughs> no, but coke, no ice. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that'd be cool if the Hold Steady did a nod to Dillinger Four. I wouldn't really expect that.
3: I could see that. Yeah, like, I think that in a lot of their songs they like, they say stuff about like Seven Six Seconds and Youth of Today well, and I things think like that. What he came from he must have come from those hardcore from that era yeah like i, I don't so. know a lot about craig finn because i was really late to the party on hold steady so but i'm pretty sure he must have come from that era
1: yeah i think he did <coughs> i think he did
3: you think he did all right well these so are some, some... here we go to our first song hold steady and
1: uh nerf herder awesome
0: at Christmas time. But they wouldn't let us make the metal sign. No, they wouldn't let us make the metal sign. I'll bring the word, you bring the bread and cheese. It's hard to eat when you're headbanging. Making out in the middle of the pit. How come Slayer doesn't sing about this? If any. In heavy metal heaven, that's where we'll be. we are. On the fear I met your savior I knelt at his feet And he took my 10 books And he went down the street I tried to believe All the things that you said But my friends that are not dying Are already dead a toast
1: All right. Good start. Good start.
3: That was a good song, mate. Thanks. I had never really heard that one,
1: so. Yeah, they're a band that I kind of got into later in life that uh, that I dig. I, you know, I just, I like putting on that, uh, that window dressing every once in a while. <laughs> window dressing. Well, it's just kind of pretty to look at. Yeah. You know, easy to listen to.
3: Just kind of uh, put it on. That's it. And go.
1: Yeah. Put it <laughs> on and go. Yeah. Just like that.
3: They're an Honest Dawn's band. That's how I think I originally heard them, right? Is that right? I believe they're on those Honest Dawn's comps, and that's how I first heard them. It could be. could be.
1: What's your second song, dude? Well, why don't I give you my second song, Mike? This one's kind of a tribute and a shout-out to you. and To I me? Think, yeah. I so is it all about Mike? <laughs> Did you write a song about me? No. It's better than that. Oh. Um, no, this one, uh, and this one's kind of obvious, um, but I haven't played this band in a while And the more like that I was going through Kind of the long list The more I was like Why did I cut this song Like this song's all about top fives I really need to pick favorites here And this is probably one of my favorites um, Like probably one of my favorite songs I just I, I think it's hilarious uh, It's a good tune And uh, I get pumped up when I hear it So yeah. The reason it's a uh, tribute to you is because it's about w- your favorite band. The song's called Bigger Than Kiss by oh, Teenage Bottle Rocket. Y- this
3: didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> really? How did I miss that?
1: They came from the shadows. It's I a mean, great song. It's so funny. And like, that video mean, is fucking rad. Yeah. Yeah, the video's great. And it's just, I mean, the, the whole concept of being bigger than the biggest band in the world is <laughs> can't do it man <laughs> <laughs> and i just love the the digs at each and every one of the band members so it had to make the list the the, the more time that went by and the more cuts i made i was like nah, this one's got to come back on so i made an audible just before i got here love it there you
3: go great move Thanks, one of the Brian. game <laughs> <laughs>
1: i can't believe you missed it
3: i, don't, I didn't even make <laughs> my long long list wow Crazy. That is
1: crazy. Weirder things have happened, though. Yeah. I'm sure weirder things will happen tonight.
3: Probably. Weird will ensue. I am drinking lemonade. <laughs> things get crazy. Crazy. All right, your turn, Mike. Uh, Pick two. <laughs> Pick two. <laughs> so when I was doing research for this topic, I read that uh, Grant Hart of Husker du had died. Okay. And the first thing that popped in my mind was the lyric to the song, which is, so we can watch TV and listen to Husker du uh-huh which is do you know the band no it's the ergs okay and the song is kind of like smitten okay which is off jersey's best prancers also a playoff lifetimes album jersey's best dancers okay so do you like the ergs yeah yes and no uh kinda i don't hit and miss yeah i don't i know if you go online Like, people just love love the Ergs. But I don't think they hit in Canada like they did in other places. Yeah. So, I feel like they're much more influential in, let's say, in, like, the Midwest of, like, the United States. And so, I didn't, like, I didn't even heard about the Ergs until, like, maybe, like, eight, seven years ago, something like that kind of thing. Like, yeah, just kind of, in and I'd hear them in passing. And now that I'm more on the internet looking for bands, I always just hear about, like, oh, Mickey Erg or whatever. The Ergs, the Ergs, the Ergs. Yeah. So I'm really late to the party. I do like them though, but they're not like, to me, they're not like fantastic. Right. Another band. What about lifetime? Uh, uh, There's another band that I feel like one record, right?
1: No, I I think think they they only had one. I think
3: they have a couple. Really? People talk about them. Like they're so influential, but I've never really like, I think we just missed the boat. Like they just weren't anything here.
1: Well, I think that they kind of came from that hardcore vein. And I, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like when we were all younger, hardcore kind of came later maybe that was just me but they were kind of i don't know i guess on the more aggressive side of things you know when we were all listening to you know the fat epi sounds but they're after that no no i think they were right no i feel like they were right around that time like i feel like their that album was like mid to late 90s
3: oh okay i was thinking they were like 99 2000 ish
1: I mean, don't quote me on it,
3: Mike. I hate I, when you quote me on it. I won't quote you Okay.
1: <laughs> um, But yeah, I mean, I like Lifetime, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right. It's just a, it's a geographical difference.
3: Yeah. See, and I think those are broken down now with the internet. Like, yeah. The internet breaks everything. Yeah. Everything.
1: What about Husker You? Because I never got into that band either. Like a lot of those older, yeah. uh, you know, again, influential bands just kind of passed me <sighs> by and I never really went and
3: revisited it. Um, I feel like you'd like Who's now. Yeah. If you went and listened to Who's you'd like them. I, like bands like Who's and The Replacements and stuff, I didn't appreciate when I was younger at all because I was more into metal. Yeah. But I know like people would always tell me how great they are and stuff. And like later on, I started listening, but I never could get into Who's Okay. I'm
1: going to have to check it out. But I think you, I honestly think you would really like them. Do. And if the Urgs like them. <laughs> well, well, the ergs like them. <laughs> that uh, not so like a that song. sounds
3: like a pretty good date, though. It does. Yeah, listen to listen to music and watch movies. Yeah, let's do that later, Nate. Okay, you want to do that? Yeah, you can be my date on the weekend. <laughs> uh, Bigger than Kiss, Teenage Bottle Rocket, and the Ergs with kind of like smitten. <laughs> Smitten with the Ergs now?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that that music sounded like the Suicide Machines before the vocal came in. And I, I do like the Suicide Machines, so. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was the most polite way of saying it. I didn't really like that song.
1: No, it, was, it was good. That I
3: liked it. Yeah. I liked it. I liked I'm, it fine, Mike. While well, we were listening, I did look up, and Lifetime was from 1993. There you go. So I was very wrong. Yeah, and I was right.
1: Yeah. Moving on. Uh, I've talked about this band a little bit, uh, this group, this performer. Um, I think I may have referenced it in the last podcast, episode 29, at about 2 minutes and 36 (laughs) seconds.
3: That's some hardcore research.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm making it up as we go along. Uh, The band is called Homeless Gospel Choir, and... uh, they just put out a new record, uh, that I'm actually really into. I really like the new record, uh, more so than the first record, which I think caught my ear cause it was just weird. Um, and I don't know how I equated it, uh, like how I attributed the music last time uh, I talked about it, but it's the more I think about it, the more I listen to it. It's kind of like a Frank Turner meets Daniel Johnston kind of sound. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know, it's different. And I think that's that's why I like it, uh, and I like I like his uh, I, I like his writing. Uh, this song is just shots fired everywhere, just everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, just a total blast. Hey?
3: Yeah, You <laughs> went like, in like
1: Rambo. Everyone duck. Everyone his first blood. It's called musical preference. Uh, I'm not even gonna get into who he slams because there's just there's too many. I think you just listen to the song, take it all in. And, uh, and witness the bloodbath of bands afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is off of, uh, the album, uh, I used to be so young, uh, their new record is called, uh, presents normal and, uh, yeah. I really enjoy this. Uh, I really enjoy this music.
3: I'm looking forward to figuring out who the, who gets uh, who gets killed in this one. Oh, it's everybody. Everybody.
1: Everybody. It's like the whole cast shows up, and by the end, everyone's dead. Just slaughtered. Hey? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go.
3: All right. Number three to you, Mike. Number three. Number three. I went with a band. Okay. A band that's been played on here a few times. I'm with, interested. With mixed response. Hmm. But uh, I had to put this one on here because it's one of those tracks that after the first last listen, it's kind of like a throwaway track. Okay. You, ever, you ever get those ones where you're like, you hear the CD or the album, you're like, yeah, that song is okay. And like, you don't really think about it again. Yeah. Anyway, this is one of those ones. And then like, I don't know where it'll get stuck in my head. Like I'll just be like, like a day later and I'll be singing it. I'll be like, what the fuck was I singing that song for? <laughs> so it turned out to be like, later on, it's turned out to be one of my favorite songs off the album. And uh, the band is Murder City Devils, and the song is called Broken Glass. Okay. And it's a reference to Iggy Pop.
1: Oh, I was going to say, I wonder if it was a Suicide Machines reference, (laughs) because they have a song called Broken Glass as well.
3: You just love the Suicide Machines. You just (laughs) want a Suicide Machine song, eh? (laughs) How is it a reference to Iggy Pop? It's just about Iggy Pop. Oh, okay. Uh, The chorus is Iggy.
1: There wasn't anything about Broken Glass in there that... Yeah, there's a bit. Okay.
3: But I think Iggy well he'd like cut himself and things right i don't know yeah come on dude i'm not a big
1: iggy like uh, i've only just kind of discovered iggy pop and the stooges uh, like another band that was just too old that i never really checked out and never went back on and uh yeah, i like some of it actually yeah it's awesome yeah
3: um i mean it'd be probably even better if you were alive during that time yeah neither of us were we're well, old. Like We're old. He, but not that old, though.
1: When he played punk rock bowling, like that was kind of enticing to me a little bit.
3: Did you go see him? No, <laughs> no,
1: but <laughs> it was <laughs> enticing. It wasn't that enticing, Mike. <laughs> it piqued my interest, let's say. <laughs> but it'd be uh, cool, like you know, like yeah. you only get so many chances to see. A band like, like that, right? It's true. There's only going to be so many more chances. Kind of like Charles Bradley uh, that you missed the you're boat on after it's... I told you, Mike, you should really go see this guy. And you're he'll like, be back. Ah, he's pretty sick with cancer, but he'll be back. I'm like, I don't know, Mike. No, you found out cancer two days later. How was I supposed to know? Well, you do have that crystal ball. <laughs> well, it's more of a magic eight ball. It's just but your still. Head.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Easy. Ball
3: Ball joke. Easy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> lowbrow it was the worst uh,
3: okay anything else about Iggy Pop no but I was thinking like uh, as I was writing this I kind of wish I was the Flames DJ when Iggy played here because I would have played this the f- when
1: Iggy played here
3: like a le- Oh, hockey reference Nate hockey, I got
1: you. <laughs> hockey sorry my mind was on the pop not the it been better than Jerome
3: Jerome in the dome <laughs> yeah
1: or whatever the fuck that garbage was <laughs> Let's just move past it. Yeah. Don't even acknowledge
3: it. Yeah. Let's go.
1: Okay. So it's Musical Preference by Homeless Gospel Choir and...
3: Uh, The Murder City Devils with Broken Glass.
0: 40 ounces of freedom. It's a horrible record. And I ate supply. You listen to Gigi Allen or Mumford and Sons Bob Dylan, C.C.R. and Bruce Springsteen Have all saved my life like the Holy Trinity And I'm thankful That I never had to listen to disco or dubstep. write songs that inspire me more than some shitty starbucks pick of the week more than some top 40 song that was made to be forgotten when my body dies and i go to heaven i'll meet joe strummer and freddie Mercury, too, then we'll put on a record for you.
1: up a little just, uh, just
3: uh, <laughs> <fucking thing. laughs> it's like just can't get it right no and for two dollars your life could change i just want to make sure any store will have the mic clip yeah so shots fired mike That was a lot I, I enjoyed the sublime uh <laughs> right shot. off the top that was that was a winner right away i thought you'd like
1: that i thought that uh i i, I thought you'd embrace that yeah that, that part of the song.
3: If you could have just shot one right at Dave Grohl, I'd just be like...
1: (laughs) Maybe there's going to be a sequel. Yeah. A musical preference sequel. Moving on to number four. Uh, This one is... uh, It's the No Effects song for the podcast. I feel like we haven't played No Effects in a little while. I've been trying not to. That's probably not true. I probably (laughs) have. I was going to say, I'm... (laughs) I don't it, really know. It really is true. They could fit in any podcast.
3: Okay, okay, okay. And
1: this is actually one of my favorite No Effect songs, and it's not like one of the singles or anything like that. It's not one that they would put on a live record or anything, but I just I I love the song and uh it's like got that, you know, No Effect sometimes does that little compression kind of um studio technique where it kind of sounds like it's coming out of a ghetto blaster but not like a shitty ghetto blaster. Do you know that
2: sound yeah, that yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah.
3: So this song's basically that whole thing. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so I like that. Nothing like <laughs> prefessing. This song's got that shitty compression sound. Like you it sounds know what like, I mean it's yeah, not I, shitty though. Like I know.
1: it's just compression. Um anyways the song's called thirteen uh, stitches. And uh, there's a lot of band references throughout the song. So uh, I'm not going to bore you with that. You can listen to the song. Um, I feel like you didn't do the research. <laughs> no, and that's I why did. You're just like, you can I, just listen to the song well, and figure well, it out. Then then why play the song? That's true. You know, at, at that point, I, I want to leave the listeners wanting a little more. Okay, Nate. you know, Not just from me, but from the bands we're playing as well. Uh, the song's off of uh, War on Errorism, and, uh, which is fairly timely um the (laughs) (laughs) it's not a political talk show so i digress um but like the thing i like about this song is like when you read interviews or or hear interviews of musicians um you know there's always the question like the the standard questions of you know how did you get into listening to this kind of music and what were your influences and um you know who did you first start listening to and 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 that kind of that kind of line of questioning and I feel like this song like sums it all up and kind of gives you a little bit of a, a glimpse into uh the life of fat mike kind of before no effects took off so that's what I like about it it is kind of a, a liner notes of of bands to check out almost right like if you didn't know any of these bands which if you listen to this podcast you probably do um so there you go that's it. No has a ton of well, maybe not a ton, but a fair amount of songs like, you know, Creeping on Sarah, uh, Mattersville, Whoops I O Deed, uh Eddie, Bruce and Paul, which is a song I thought you might
3: bring to the table. I thought, I thought about it. Yeah. Um what's the one with the about his divorce? I was gonna pick that one.
1: Oh yeah, that's on a new rec- record? No, yeah, that's se- self
3: entitled.
1: Oh, second newest. Because they did that. Uh, oh yeah, that other one.
3: <laughs> uh, I wanted. Uh, I like that one just because I like the record talk. Yeah, kind of nerdy. Yeah,
1: that's right up your alley.
3: I am nerdy. Yeah, but you didn't. And pick I it. don't like Survivor. <laughs> but you didn't pick it. No. Okay. Fair enough. I did. Uh, I did pick a one-time fat band. Oh, so.
1: good. Yeah. Who is
3: it? uh, Is this your number
1: four? It is. Before I jump ahead, maybe it's it's your number five. That's my number four. Okay.
3: This is the Atari's. Ah, the Atari's. And uh, I don't know. The Atari's are a band like. What album
1: was on Fat?
3: This one, I think, and I don't remember what the album's name is now. Ah, now who didn't do the research? Fuck you, Nate. (laughs) (laughs) Write a song about you later.
1: (laughs) I would love to hear that song. It would be a three-string guitar. That's out of tune. <laughs> Why you gotta
3: say stuff you can't take back? <laughs> you don't uh, have nice things. I don't. Uh, I really don't know what the album is now because now... Uh, I take it back. I didn't ask the question. <laughs> Let's just pretend I didn't ask All right, it. fine. Uh, but like the Atari is one of those bands that I... I feel like I shouldn't like them. Right. Like do you get that with them too? Yeah, a little bit. Like... Uh, like they're kind of, I don't know. Like are they generic or something about them? There's something about them that's just like, ah, I don't know, like kind of meh. Yeah. But, but I find myself, I still they're like those albums. They're like that girl that you dated and you were like,
1: you know, you were, you're pretty into her. Yeah. And you know, time went on you're like, ah, maybe this isn't working out. And it's not like you look back on that time like, oh, I really regret that I dated her. Yeah, it's more just like ah, that was the time of my life.
3: Yeah, you know, I've 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 grown and I've learned things from that. And then you look that person up on like Facebook, and you're like, I could have another fling. <laughs> That's how I feel about the Atari's for a moment. <laughs> I feel like I can get back together for like if I was lonely. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, like I always just feel like it's. I know what you mean. It's just a weird thing. Like I, don't, I, I, but I do like their albums. If I, if I'll put the album on, I'll be like, "Oh, it a good album." A lot of
1: nostalgia attached to it. I think it could be
3: that. Yeah. So and and I think this song definitely has nostalgia because I, it's a line I still use all the time. What's the line? The line is, uh, "Life ain't so bad, even if Henry Rollins is your dad." Ah. Uh. So, <laughs> so if anybody, even at work, if people are like, oh, "I'm fucking having a shitty day," and it, I'm like, "I'm." Like it's not like a serious shitty thing. It's like, oh fuck, this didn't work. I'll be like, yeah, at least Henry Rollins isn't your dad. There's a lot of punches thrown at Henry Rollins, and for a tough guy, that's surprising. Then, <laughs> <laughs> and I think they also mentioned "Sick of It All" in this, if I remember the lyrics correctly. But okay, it has nothing to do with Henry Rollins other than the hardcore thing, right? And they mentioned Ted Nugent, but let's I, all we can all take a dab at Ted Nugent because he's a dumbass. I saw something, and I I don't know he's if he's a it bum. Was... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good word for Ted. Yeah.
1: I don't know if uh, if this was real or if it was like because Henry has been saying something about Conor McGregor, but that there was like, uh, they had them in like in this picture where it was like lined up like they were going to they were gonna go after it. I'm not a big you, like. you heard that? No. Am I making this up? I'm
3: pretty sure Conor would take Henry Rowan's. Oh I don't yeah, care. I'm pretty sure he would I'm too. not a big uh, ultimate fighting guy, but just anybody that trains could probably beat up a guy that doesn't. Well, I'd watch it. Yeah, I, really don't, I don't like Henry Rollins, so I, well, I'd i laugh if he got punched.
2: I don't know
1: why people don't like him. Because he's not nice. He's, in what way? Like, has he been mean to you? No. Who has he been mean to? I don't know. No one. <laughs> he just,
2: he's not Chick's mean. She still got to
1: be. I feel like he's like you and I. Like, I feel like he's just uncomfortable in big groups and <laughs> doesn't generally like people. Yeah, it could be that. Like, I people I think don't like he's me just though. Standoffish. People really don't like me. Like everyone gives. Do you enter- even like me? I I love you. <laughs> I don't like you. I love you. But I feel like people give him such a hard time, and he's not a bad guy. Like he's never
3: done anything. Yeah, I I got <laughs> like, no comment. He got
1: beat up in Black Flag for like the entire time he was in that band.
3: Shouldn't have been there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: people give henry a hard time
3: yeah he's yeah. no danzig like i understand why danzig gets a hard time because danzig's yeah. like
1: and he's been like videoed lots of times doing dinky things yeah he's a d- dinky things
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh i don't also, know if glenn listens to this uh, glenn would fucking kick our asses <laughs> uh i guess henry would probably too oh uh, yeah He's got that weird snake collection, too. No, I too. don't
1: think he's that mean. I don't think he's I don't trust a guy. I don't trust a guy
3: that's got a snake collection. <laughs> does he? Yeah.
1: That's like... Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not going to attribute that to anything. The Snake collection is weird.
2: <laughs>
1: Spider uh, collection, does, also so, weird.
3: Sidebar on the Ataris. Yeah. Back to Family Ties. Okay. Did you know that... Here the,
1: we go. Yes, I did know that the guitar player from the Atari, the current lineup is the little kid, boy from kid. Family Ties. <laughs> yeah. I know. Can I tell you this? No, I think I told you this. No, I, I I found this all
3: on my own. I found this on Instagram.
1: My mind was blown. I was and like, oh. he's been to like jail and stuff a couple times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he really changed after family yeah. ties. Yeah,
3: well, I <laughs> guess... I Brian guess, something, right? Yeah. yeah. I guess Michael Keaton wasn't the dad. Or Michael Gross. Is that what, Alex Peaky... No, I don't know. I'm just screwing it up. The dad... <laughs> the dad sucked for a guy
1: that's gonna talk a lot about a TV dad you should know his name well I just
3: it's late (laughs) I don't I can't think of his name Steven Steven Keaton Steven
1: yeah that that was his name in the
3: show correct yeah Yeah. I think his his real name is like Michael Gross or Michael Grossman something like that I
1: think it's gross yeah Yeah. because I remember seeing that and being like oh that's 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 gross tough, (laughs) tough break your last name's gross yeah He never really did anything after that, hey? Uh, I feel like he was in, like, a couple made-for-TVs. I feel
3: like he's a Law & Order kind of guy, but... No. Yeah, he was on Law & Order. I'll bet you any money. (laughs) Will IMDB this? He was on Law & Order or an an SVU. It's the same thing.
1: (laughs) It's not the same thing. One's got iced tea and one doesn't. Okay? (laughs) What about when they do crossover episodes? No, I can't watch that. No? No. No. I don't know how those shows stay on forever. They're, it's the exact it's same c- show. It's because you don't have to care.
3: You can just like watch an episode and you're like right back in.
1: Yeah, I guess. So anyways. Like,
3: anyway. Uh, here we go. No effects, 13 stitches and... The Atari is with You Need a Hug.
0: The first time I saw the Descendants, they were the fastest band I'd ever seen. No one did the Couple months I heard Kabuki Girl on Rodney on the rock late Sunday night. That was enough for me. I hopped a bus to the Girish Pizza and bought my all-time favorite record. The next time I went to the whiskey, it was DOA with millions of dead cops. The latter band played faster than I could believe. The song sounded the same and kinda of sucked Except John Wayne was a Nazi And Joey Shithead was a drunk Then John must see and some hippie to a pulp Cause having long hair was a mistake All. I needed 13 stitches in my head I managed to catch about six songs of ill repute Then some suicidal threw me into a post My girlfriend started to cry Cause we had to leave Before DRI played 50 lousy songs My blood stained shirt sure smelled up of closed cigarettes But it sure looked pretty cool after a wash
1: number five the show is called the high fives so we're at the end that's how you know we're at the end yeah one two three four five but there's really like ten songs it's our 30th birthday 30th yeah there are ten songs but each one is in a grouping of two it's true some quick math will tell you ten divided by two it's five thanks yeah no problem I failed math (laughs) shocking (laughs) (laughs) um So let's get to it without
3: further ado don't you think we should say thanks to people and stuff
1: ah yeah we could all right
3: you want to wrap things up or you just want to be a dick and go right to your song well oh sorry would you call would you call me before
1: uh a nice upstanding young man all right fine i'm pretty sure that's what i said yeah yeah whatever you bum uh yeah thanks to everybody for listening once again it's always a pleasure Uh, chatting with you in the
3: virtual world. It is. Yeah. Thank you for all the lists. Uh, We got quite a few last time. Yeah, I think so. Really upped our game. Uh, Feels like that was a
1: long time ago. It
3: feels like we recorded that episode such a long time ago. Like six months ago. Yeah.
1: But it was only a a short three or four weeks. Fuck you to iTunes because we still haven't figured you out. (laughs) Well, now we're definitely not getting on there. So... (laughs) no iTunes, i'm pretty I sure you. there's a filter for that
3: <laughs> uh it's definitely destroying my life because <laughs> i thought for our 30th birthday for sure yeah they don't know they don't care no uh and sorry to everyone in the chat room thing for insulting dave Grohl and causing such a rift yeah it's it's amazing the amount of problems you start in there yeah
1: it's it's crazy. I do start it's a lot like of it, petty fights, it's, it's like it's a boxing ring for you. This this virtual boxing ring where but, you just go and start throwing punches every which way. But
3: I'm more like that that like uh like a manager in like fake wrestling. It's like <laughs> Bobby the Bobby the Brain? No. Didn't he just die? Who was the Mouth from the South? Jimmy the Mouth? Jimmy the What
1: was his last name? I don't know. Hart? Yeah, he was from the Hart Foundation.
3: Did he have the last name Hart too?
1: I feel like he did, Jimmy Hart. Yeah, does that I sound like, right? I feel like it. Yeah, we'll go. I feel with like it. that's you. I don't know if I'm the mouth of the south. Yeah, you're not like Mean Gene. No, no, I'm no Mean Gene. <laughs> no, you're 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 the mouth of the south. Mouth of, of the south.
3: i like a weasel kind of guy. And they're coming, from Calgary. Just coming in. I and feel pull. like Jimmy wasn't from Calgary. No, I don't think Jimmy is from. He's no. from the south.
1: <laughs> you gave me the mouth of the south. So Drumheller. No, that's that's, <laughs> that's east. A, <laughs> uh, Lethbridge. <laughs> he's from Lethbridge
3: uh but I, I i figure i just poke a lot of people the yeah, wrong. yeah yeah you do poking people stick pokes <laughs> anyway let's get to your last song before i make an ass out of myself
1: yeah before we before you do that <laughs> yeah. for sure jeez uh so i had to go back to this album cuz uh it's kind of been on my mind um i i uh I think this album stands up. This is one of those ones that doesn't just have nostalgia. I think if I discovered it today, I'd be just as into it today as I was when I first heard it. And I'm going to screw up the pronoun, the pronunciation. (laughs) Can't even say pronunciation. How am I going to say this word? Um, Fayubala? I don't know. That's close enough. Uh, SNFU Uh, once again. And uh, the song is better than Eddie Vedder. Oh, nice. Um, And, Jay, uh, our our buddy Jay told us uh, he's been, uh, he's read that SNFU book, which I would like to read. Uh, I'm pretty sure this came from him. And he said that Cheapig wrote that record, um, like in an apartment, I'm sure, with lots of drugs, uh, just watching TV. I believe it. And it kind of makes sense, like, because I never really put the thread together like there's a lot of weird songs on that record like uh, there's Charlie there's <laughs> yeah true enough but they're all like very pop culture based on th- this record like charlie still smirks uh the bobbitt song um better than any vetter. like i feel like
2: it makes was sense it's spread-
1: <laughs> <That's> very <laughs> Just,
3: 90s tv too yeah
1: yeah. It's very late night 90s TV. So it's almost like this album's almost like a time capsule for 1996. I believe it. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Um, and I I like listening to it more now knowing that too. Um, but this song kind of echoed my feelings of like, I, I would guess in that time, kind of, yeah, 96-ish. Um, you know, Kurt Cobain was dead in 94, so two years after that, I was certainly, like, making my departure from the alternative kind of music scene and, you know, going all in to punk rock. And... Would
3: you say you ditched your Horace Grant glasses at this time? <laughs> dude. <laughs> They were goggles. No, didn't young a young, have a, a, young Grant, Na- a young Nathan dishes his Horace Grant glasses, his Kurt Cobain posters, <laughs> and discovers punk rock. Well, that's your memoir. But
1: it was kind of like that, right? Like, I mean, you couldn't you couldn't like punk rock and like anything else at that. I, I know I you were an exception to the rule. I, but we've we discussed how weirdo I am. Bow down to that. No one's bowing to me. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. They
3: can't see. That's me. That's a shit
1: bow. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like for the most part, right? Like there was a big chunk of time that if you like punk rock, you couldn't like other stuff. And I became like the ultimate punk rock I would say you were like that guy. Yeah, yeah. So I abandoned all of that old stuff and was like, no, that's garbage. This is where it's at. And so this song kind of really spoke to me with the better than any better reference. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. That's enough of me talking. Why don't you talk? Well, I got a long little little <laughs> sp- blurb here. <laughs> Is this another Family Ties song? Because I know how much <laughs> you love to talk about Family Ties, dude. It's so good. It's so relevant. It's a good show. It's very relevant to what's
3: going on in society right now. Like when Tom Hanks was the drunk uncle. And he's on it three times. It's amazing. Because I knew I knew the drunk uncle part, but he was on it in a two-parter where he was stole a bunch of money as, in stock fraud stuff.
1: As the drunk uncle? or yeah, is he playing? no, he's the uncle okay. still. Okay, because I was going to say, that's weird if he's going to play somebody totally different. Like, there would have had to be a couple seasons in between that for the audience to accept such a change in character. I think in the 80s, that just flew <laughs> I mean, Marty McFly was Alex P. Keaton, and Alex P. Keaton was Marty McFly. Whoa! No. Mind blown, right? Totally. Yeah. Was he also the guy in Secret to My Success? Uh, No. Yeah. No, yeah. that's not the same guy.
3: No. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. How about in Back to the Future 3? Mm. Christopher Lloyd. That was Christopher Lloyd. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, Biff. <laughs> <laughs> so, so... As I as I said before, I did a lot of research on this topic because I really didn't want to fuck up and pick a song that wasn't about a band or a, or an artist or something like that.
1: Well, now that you're thirty, you should have some more responsibility to your picks.
3: And then I picked a song that I'm not a hundred percent sure okay. is about someone. Well, I'm going to tell you. So that's what I'm here for. <laughs> it's vague at best. <laughs> Excellent. Anyway, I. Uh, But I figured it had to be about a Winnipeg band. Okay. Because I figured that uh, it's a song by the paperbacks called Local Celebrities. Okay. So I figured it was a band from Winnipeg since the paperbacks are from Winnipeg. And they probably have crossed paths with a band from Winnipeg before. Yeah. And Winnipeg has a lot of bands. For a shitty town, it's got a lot of really good bands and art. I feel like you know somebody in the paperbacks and you could have... Made a phone call and so, <laughs> and confirmed this suspicion. <laughs> anyway, it could have been a lot of bands. It could have been someone like the Guess Who. Could have been propaganda. You I could, feel like you know the answer, but you won't say it. <laughs> <laughs> could have just been a band that was big locally. So Nathan, I did some digging. Yes, I, I found a source. <laughs> so I've ruined this for
1: you, is what you're saying. No, no, no. This gets good. Okay. You're gonna like this. Okay, I like it. I like it already.
3: And the source. Yes. Who wouldn't go on record? Right, <laughs> said that Doug is super secretive when it comes to stuff like this, but the rumor is that this is about Brad Roberts of the Crash Test Dummies.
1: Wow! <laughs> so I didn't know they were from Winnipeg. Neither
3: did I until then. Huh? But apparently, he owns a studio there and has recorded a lot of those original bands, like that we would have been into.
1: Really? This did get good. Exactly. So is he the lead singer?
3: Is yeah. he? Mm-hmm, oh yeah! Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! wow and i was like well even if it's not about him i gotta put this on here now. yeah <laughs> who's taking digs at the crash just dummies <laughs> this is amazing it is amazing <laughs> blew my mind so not only
1: is this a great podcast for discovering new music we're also investigative journalists Listen, more so mike than me
3: i'm just a i'm a uh, a hobby a in, hobby in investigative, investigative
1: journalist, journalist. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a title that people probably have, actually. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> it's on my resume. I do it. Wow. Good story, Mike. It I is really liked
3: sto- it. It's only funny because it's the crashes, don't
2: we? Yeah.
1: Well, anyways, th- it, it's funny for a lot of reasons, but that really, that really puts it over the top. <laughs> so I thank you for that.
3: Yeah. I thought you'd like the... the mm, yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. Who doesn't?
3: But I didn't know they were from Winnipeg either until I found that out.
1: I would have thought Ontario
3: I would have thought Maritimes he looks like a Maritimes uh, kind of guy
1: well he he doesn't he have that looks, Winnipeg look oh no he doesn't have the Winnipeg look he looks a lot like the guy from Great Big Sea yeah so I just assume that they live together <laughs> I assume it was the same guy
3: <laughs> so, was Crash just were Crash just dummies big outside of Canada they were on that Dumb and Dumber soundtrack the
1: Australian right? kids love him well no. maybe just Simon Walker <laughs>
3: really yeah he was he was
1: shouting them out really yeah oh man that makes you seem better that thread <laughs> <laughs> all right here we go better than eddie better snfu and
3: the paperbacks local celebrities
0: Charm now, utterly gone So utterly gone Replaced with deep disengagement As a defense against pain It is misconstrued as a force Developed to keep gasless short As we recall how you'd hate this Comparatives with a waitress no, I know I who know, uh, keeps coming up with all these stupid Local celebrities, local celebrities, local celebrities. But not remaining wedded to things You explore in your jeans. teens But Tom will leave art to baste And it will annihilate all traces Of the unbridled rush that we get From those manic early sets From waving ironic lighters To catching up on our nightmares Well, I know, I know a who keeps coming up with all these stupid movies. Local celebrities, local celebrities, local celebrities on a bigger stage. Talk.
3: I guess. Then there's a lot coming out, hey, in like the next couple of weeks. It's going to be insane. Just pull your, just go like, yeah, there you go. All right. That's some on air advice. <laughs> That's why Nate's the pro. <laughs>
1: just pull your thing. Um, Just maybe pull the, the, like tilt it. Yeah, that way. There you go. Really? Not that
3: the, high, maybe. One of these days, I yeah, got to get one know. of these. <laughs> this mic thing every time every time we just don't hang out enough and every time in my you're not in my head about it you got other stuff going on your other podcast i'm not that busy mike i'm really not i mean i could go out and get you a mic clip no problem no i don't care about that is it just a clip i need
2: (laughs) yes
1: you need a whole new stand i thought i
3: needed a whole new stand all this time how much is one of these fucking clips can't you just steal one from work two dollars
1: like maybe two dollars. <laughs> In this economy,
0: it's so crazy.
3: <laughs> it's seriously, two bu- Like it's seriously, that's all I need is this. That's it. Like I can go to Guitar Works and the guy's gonna be like, it. "I just need a mic clip, and he'll give it to me." That's it. Okay. You don't even have to say your name's Mike. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Oh, it's if not you a- do, he might. I give was you gonna like ask for a Nate, I was
1: gonna ask for a Nate <laughs> clip. You don't ask for a Nate clip. <laughs> that's a whole different thing.